You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. How's this? I'll ask a question. What question? Jazz question. You get it right. We roll. I know everything there is to know about Miles. Lay it on me. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and you are listening to a very special Laid On Me episode. Today's guest is someone who hasn't been on the show before, but has been around the show, listening to the show, and uh, also listening to me edit the show. It's my girlfriend, Colleen. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Oh, fine. Uh, so I brought Colleen on because she is an expert in Gilmore Girls, How I Met Your Mother, and Ugly Betty. So uh, I thought that uh, it would be good to have her on um, and start with Gilmore Girls just to, to see how she'll do on the Late On Me episode. Uh, I don't know much about Gilmore Girls. I know just from kind of watching it, when Colleen watches, I know little facts here and there, but I don't know it well enough to come up with questions. So I'm actually going to TV Guide. Uh, they have 25 Gilmore Girls trivia questions only super fans will know. So, oh boy. Hope, so hopefully these will be good. And then uh, I also have some written down that seemed very hard. So hopefully those will be hard for you too. Um, All right. So are you ready to do it? I'm up for the challenge. Okay. Well, actually, before we start, uh, why do you like Gilmore Girls so much? Uh, well, I've been watching it since I was younger. My mom and I used to watch it when I was on TV. It was the one time a day that I always made sure I was home and with my mom. And it's one of those things that you kind of start to do just because it's something that feels comfortable and calming. So I always have it on the background, just having the noise. Well, how many times have you seen it, would you say? Oh, man. Well, I own them all on DVD before they were on Netflix. They're on there, which makes it a lot easier. I've probably seen them all the way through um, over 20 times, if not more. It's a little horrifying. I think the last two seasons, I probably haven't seen quite as much just because they're newer and the seventh season is kind of seen as the redheaded stepchild of the series because that wasn't written by the original writer. Oh, Amy Sherman Palladino? Yeah, she stepped down that last season, season seven, and that's kind of where things went a little awry, but I think she made up for it in the years, year in the life. 
So you liked the new miniseries? I did. I enjoyed it a lot. I think for a super fan, it was kind of satisfying to see where they all ended up and them within their life. Yeah, I really liked the show. I think the chemistry between Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel is really good. Uh, my favorite character is Luke, who Scott Patterson plays, and I think he's awesome. And then I think my other favorite character is probably Kirk because he's so kooky and crazy. He's so much fun. And fun fact, before we even start the questions, his original character was not Kirk. He played a character called Mick, who was kind of like a jerk in the first couple of episodes. And then they switched him into Kirk, thinking that that role had a little more meat to it, which is perfect for him. I can't imagine the series without that character. And what were you saying about Paris? Well, Paris uh, was originally cast as Rory. So for their screen tests while they were working on it, she was playing the role of Rory before they found Alexis Bledel because she was an unknown. And they liked her so much. And when they found Alexis Bledel and had this amazing chemistry with Lauren Graham, it, they wrote Paris for her. So hmm. that character wasn't in the original series or script, and she ended up being you know, a seasoned character all throughout. But I think the fast talking and chemistry that they all have speaks to me. I'm a, known to be a fast talker and a loud talker, so I think I relate to them on many levels. <laughs> <laughs> well, her uh, her boyfriend on the show, Danny Strong, is a famous writer. He is, yeah. And they actually had a reunion that happened before A Year in the Life got announced where a bunch of the cast came back together, and Amy Sherman Palladino was kind of riffing on him that she's basically who trained him into writing because when he first came on the show, he said, oh, I kind of have this interest in writing. Can you... Like, let me see some of the things and see your process. And then she kept joking that, you know, now he's the voice of black America on his famous show. Oh, that's Um, funny. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, because when I think of the youth in black America, I think of Danny. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. And I think he uh, created it with Lee Daniels. And uh, he also is a a pretty accomplished writer. Um, I want to say he also wrote one of the Hunger Games films. I think, uh, yeah, Mockingjay part one and part two. And uh, I think his other famous uh, writing uh, was for Recount and uh, HBO's adaptation of Game Change. Really talented guy. And then also, before we start... What's the series I'm thinking of? I can't think of the name of it at the moment. Of, of what? The, the one that he wrote for TV, that his first big series. Uh, I think his first With big Cookie s- in it. I can't think of the name of it. No, with Cookie was in another series of his. No, the, the oh, Empire. Empire. Yeah. Uh, the name was escaping me. As uh, you guys have already learned to discover, as Neil's a movie and TV expert, and I speak a language that only Neil understands. I'm like that guy from the One Thing, and he always mm-hmm. knows who I'm talking about and fills in my blanks. <laughs> my other favorite character, actually, which Colleen always makes fun of me, uh, is played by Jared Padalecki, who I call Sam because he's Sam on he Supernatural. He's Dean. But okay, he's Dean from Gilmore Girls. Um, and, uh, yeah, because on Supernatural, he plays Sam and his brother is Dean played by Jensen Ackles, but on Grimmel Girls, he's, he's Dean. So he is always Dean in my heart. That's right. Yeah. Well, you like, (laughs) you just, you like just though anyway. I do. Yeah. If you have to go, I mean, that's the question every super fan gets asked, which team are you on? I'm definitely team Jess. I always liked Jess and I think my mom always would make fun of me and she's like, oh, it's just because you're young and you just like the bad boy. But I think... They had a connection that none of the other ones did. I like her when she's just with her mom and single. That's probably when she's most happy. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I think when you really think about it, that probably is when she's happiest. And before we actually get to the questions, I just wanted to make a special announcement. We have our first Patreon supporter. 
You can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast to see some perks. But uh, I just wanted to announce that uh, David Raffetto uh, is our first Patreon supporter. We thank you so much for your support. Uh, I know I speak uh, for everyone else on my team, Jeff, Matt, and Ken, and uh, say we hope that you stay with us for a long time. We'll have to have you on as a guest uh, in the near future. So thank you once again to David Raffetto. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess we should probably get to the game. All right, I'm ready. Lay it on me. Okay, so first question. Who speaks the first line of the series? That would be Lorelai. That is correct. She's at Luke's, and I believe she's asking for coffee. She says, like, please, 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 or something. That is very correct. It's please, Luke, please, please, please. <laughs> okay, uh, second question. Which journalist does Rory idolize? That would be Christiane Amanpour. She actually made a cameo in the very last episode of the series. <laughs> That's funny. The uh, sub subtitle fact here that you're supposed to read is in the final episode. She gets to meet her. That's funny. <laughs> I it's a sickness. I'm telling you. Question three: How old was actress Keiko Ajena when she began playing Lane Kim, Rory's best friend? Well, I know in the series she was playing a 15 year old, and I remember in an interview she said she was 10 years older than that. So I believe it's a little higher than that, maybe. I want to say 11 years older, so she would be 26, maybe? That's right. And uh, it says, actually, you're right on. It says Lane Kim is 15 years old in season one. So she was well into her 30s then when the show yeah. was getting going. Yeah, she was quite older. Yeah, she always looked very young. I envy her skincare regimen because she looks crazy young. Um, uh, I guess a side question, it's more like uh, 3.2. Uh, what instrument does Lane play? Lane plays the drums. That's right, just like me. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and who's the singer of that band? Of her band? Of her band. Her no, now husband, Zach, is the lead singer of the band. Uh, or, or, I'm sorry, who is the famous lead singer that's in the band from a real life band? Oh, Sebastian Bach. Right. Yes, yes. he plays uh, in Hep Alien with her. Hep Alien, is that the name of the band? Hep Alien's the name of the band in the show. His band was Skid Row, I yeah, believe. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But yeah, his, in the show, the, the band's name is Hep Alien. Uh, okay, so question four. So you actually got like three more in between there, but question four. Um, which main character or major character was originally scripted as a woman? That would be Luke. I didn't know that. Uh, says the producers rewrote the role because they thought the show needed more testosterone. Mm-hmm. On to question five. Which of the Gilmore Girls actresses hates coffee in real life? That's Alexis Bledel. Famously, she had coke or diet coke always in her coffee cup wow that's so funny because she's so into coffee yeah it's one of the known facts lauren graham loved coffee but most of the coffee cups that's why they weren't ever see-through or in or if you look when they're in those famously huge cups Mm -hmm. it's really shallow because she never had coffee in hers all right uh which musician sings the gilmore girls theme song ah that would be carol king that is correct and i actually this this is what that was question six so this is mm-hmm. going to be 6.1 just because the the frame in here i'm seeing i don't know this answer but okay what was the name of carol king's music shop uh sophie's music i think that's correct yep. her, her name was sophie bloom oh that's good yeah it doesn't say that here but i'm sure it's right <laughs> which glee star appears as a nurse in season one glee star Well, one of my favorite things Neil knows is going back through these, and I always catch a famous person who's been in one of these episodes earlier on, and I believe this is the season that Jane Lynch is a nurse. That's right. Jane Lynch. 
All right, uh, so we're on question eight. Oh, see, these are, seem very hard. What is the name of Babette's cat that dies in season one? Cinnamon. Uh, yes, it is cinnamon. And then the new cat she got was apricot. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> and it says Lorelai and Rory help plan the wake. Yes, they do. Uh, okay, uh, number nine. What is the population of Stars Hollow? This one seems insane. I don't know how you can know that one. Okay, so the only reason I know this, well, I knew it prior to it, but I actually went to a Gilmore Girls bar trivia with um, another host's girlfriend, Ken's girlfriend, Stacy. Mm-hmm. Her and I are both Gilmore Girls fans, and this was the question we won with. It is 9,973. That's correct. How, so how do you know that? Well, in the series, in the opening, they have the same shots, like series of shots that go along with the music, mm-hmm. and there's a picture of the Stars Hollow sign and the population's written on there. Wow. Uh, which actress had a part written specifically for her? Oh, we, well, you already answered that one. That was Paris. Uh, uh, L- L- Liza Weil, or Weil, mm-hmm. as Paris. Uh, so that was that answer. You got that one right. Moving on. Number 11. Which actress also appeared in Dirty Dancing of the main cast? That would be the grandmother, uh, Kelly Bishop. That's right. And she plays who in Gilmore Girls? In Gilmore Girls, she is Rory's grandmother. She is Emily Gilmore. That's right. Uh, it says that she played Marjorie Houseman. Yeah, the mother. Yeah, in uh, Dirty Dan. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. She's the mother. Yeah, yeah. she's the mom. Huh. What does Rory shoplift after her first kiss with Dean? <laughs> she shoplifts cornstarch. Oh, gee. Yeah, that's very detailed. Well, she actually keeps it for a while in her room. And when she breaks up with Dean the first time, she makes a Dean box, you know, mm. like a boyfriend box. Yeah. And so she keeps it in her room. So it does stay around a little bit. Um, and I see on his, his um, what do you call it? His uh, apron. Apron. The, yeah. The name of the place. That he works? Yeah. Dosey's Market. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. Well, Taylor Dosey's the owner. He's also. Wait, is that the Loudmouth Theater guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's good. I like yeah. him. He's, he's really funny. A lot of good supporting characters. Uh, so you've gotten zero wrong to this point, plus, <laughs> plus seven. Uh, which character is referenced but never appears on the show? I would think they're referring to um, Lane's dad. Yeah. Because, yeah, a couple of the early episodes, they actually like reference stuff that he says. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of fades to your dad would think this, and then they kind of don't talk about him. But actually, in that's no longer true because in a year in the life, mm-hmm. they actually have him in an episode. Oh, wow. Like really quick cameo, and it's just some random guy. And I think they just did it because famously, M- Mr. Kim was just never around. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. All right, uh, moving on to question 14. 
which real life band is Hep Aliens guitarist Gil a member? Oh, you already answered that one too. Skid Row. All right. I'm too good for this quiz. I know. Which actress was originally tapped to play Suki, but had a different role in season one? Well, she played a character. She actually played two characters. She played Drella Mm -hmm. and um, Miss Celine. Oh, that's funny because they only say that she played Drella, but you know that she played another one. Yeah, she wore full makeup. She actually wore aged makeup. Uh She plays this Miss Celine character who is... um, Emily Gilmore's like personal dresser for the family. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And she calls everyone by what famous person that they look like. Mm-hmm. So that's Alex Borstein. That's right. Who was Richard engaged to before Emily? That would be Penelin Lott. Oh my God. Emily uh, was the other woman until Richard eventually broke it off with Penelin. Scandalous. Okay. Well, it's talked about quite a bit because Emily has like a breakdown when Richard's mom dies. That, and she like wrote a letter like pleading to him not to marry Emily and that he should go back to Penelin. So M- Emily Gilmore has like a mental breakdown and just keeps saying her name. That's not the woman who he has lunch with from Yale or whatever, right? Yes, that's her. Penelin Lott. Oh. So she appears, she appears, that's season four when they're at the Yale-Harvard game. Mm-hmm. She appears then and that's when Emily finds out that he's been meeting up with her every year. Oh, what's, yeah. that, what's that dog's name, the famous one? handsome dan the oh, mascot yeah, for yeah, the mascot, the, yeah. yeah yale bulldogs um okay so uh see i know some things i just don't know the details but i know <laughs> uh okay number 17 is a callback to question one okay who has the last line who has the last line in the series uh that would be rory uh-huh that is correct she actually has the last line in the series then you're in the life spoilers if you have not watched that but at the very end rory tells lorelei that she's pregnant I think those are the last, because famously, a- Amy Sherman Palladino kept saying that she had these perfect four words that were going to be the last words of the series, and because she got taken off season seven, she never got to do it, so oh. that was like the big famous thing, so everyone wanted to know what the last four words were. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. uh, Rory goes, Mom. She goes, yeah, I'm pregnant. All right, uh, so we're on to question 18. To earn extra credit... Chilton students sang the school song in what language? Latin. Oh, yeah, that's correct. It says overachievers. <laughs> they always were. It was one of the lines when she first came and she was super intimidated. The woman like hands her a bunch of stuff and then says, memorize the school creed, da 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 Extra credit if you know it in Latin. Hmm. Uh, question 19. What is the name of the secret society of women that Rory joins? The Puffs. That is the Puffs, yep. Um, what's the name of the one in college? Well, she doesn't with, join it now that with, I think about uh, it. That's the, the Life and Death Brigade with Logan. Yeah, what's their motto or whatever? An Omnia Paratus. Oh, yes. Ready for anything. Is that that's more they jump with the umbrella? Yes. Okay. Yes. Actually, so I guess technically she doesn't join it. She goes as a reporter, and he's a part of it. So I guess she didn't technically ever join that organization. Uh, what was Luke's nickname in high school? It <laughs> would be Butch. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. What is that? What does that mean? Do they say ever? <laughs> they don't really say why. Lorelai and him come to the school to do like a talk on careers. And Lorelai's looking in the cabinet and she sees this picture of him in like the old school, like 80s shorts. Hmm. And it says Luke Butch in quotes Danes. And she does like a school marmy like, oh, Butch, you know, and makes fun of him. <laughs> His last name's Danes? Yeah. Okay. Luke Danes. Uh, okay. Which classic film has a character named Lorelai Lee. Gentlemen prefer blondes. That's correct. That's only from your movie knowledge. <laughs> <My> proxy. <laughs> <laughs> Which real life town 
is Stars Hollow based on? It was somewhere that Amy Sherman Palladino had traveled to. I'm trying to think. It's in Connecticut. It's a town in Connecticut. I, I want to say can't it's see the the answer because oh, like the things loading. Washington something. Washington Depot maybe Connecticut. All right, hold on. My page is loading. Washington Depot. That's correct. It says uh, writer Amy Sherman Palladino stayed there once when she took a trip to see Mark Twain's wallpaper at the Mark Twain House and Museum in Hartford, Connecticut. Okay, next question. 23. Which day of the year is Luke's dark day? November 30th. Oh, man. And why is it called the dark day? Because Luke's dad died on that day. So Luke's dark day, he disappears and no one knows where he goes. Is that the one where... Uh, I'm trying to see if my knowledge is good. Doesn't Laura like buy him a boat to fix up? No, it's a boat his dad was fixing up, oh. and he the the garage he was storing it in. The woman was moving and uh-huh. he had to get it out of there, so he's like, "Just get rid of it. I don't want it." And then that's when he finally tells Lorelai why it was his dark day, and she takes the boat because mm-hmm. she's like, he made an emotional decision, and then he sees that she's hiding the boat from him, and he's like, "I told you to get rid of it." Why don't you respect what I want? And then later he apologizes and says, you know, you you be you because Hmm. I need that in my life. What item does Lorelai constantly have to borrow? A pen. Oh. And generally from Luke because she's always like, where's your pen? And he's like, I don't have one. She's like, what about the ones you take orders on? Uh, 25. What was the last team that actor Scott Patterson played for during his professional uh, baseball career? And I guess he he wears the team's hat in season seven. Oh, he wears a Clippers hat in season seven. That's correct. It is the Columbus Clippers. Wow. Uh, okay, so these ones I wrote down. Um, I don't know if they're hard or not. I just thought they'd be interesting just from things that I like on the show. Uh, okay, so the first question is uh, during an episode. I don't know the name of it or what they do in the episode. All I know is they have one of their like mid middle of the town fairs or mm-hmm. events, and Kirk shows a movie which I like because I'm a filmmaker. And uh, what's the name of that movie? That's I believe it's just called a film by Kirk. That's correct. That's what I have. Yeah, it's movie night, and Lorelai gets all upset because he picks the same movie every year. So then he gives her the opportunity to pick the movie, and she realizes that there's no good movies in this selection that he gave her. So. Kirk comes to her and is like, I created this film. Can you show it before the movie? And so she shows this film that he made. It actually has that chick from 24 in it, Chloe. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's in that. Mary Lynn Rice. Yeah, and she also makes another cameo season seven. She's one of the troubadours that comes to the town. My next question, well, for essay, it's a two-part question. Okay. Uh, Suki's played by Melissa McCarthy. Yes. What's her husband's name? Jackson. Okay, that's correct. And what are their kids' names? Oh, well, the first kid is Davey, second kid is Martha, and the third kid they don't plan on having, she actually ends the series pregnant. She makes Jackson get a vasectomy, and then you find out that he never went through with the vasectomy, so Suki's pregnant and doesn't even know it. She just starts acting crazy and doing all these weird things. So you are correct. Uh, they only had two kids, and she was pregnant with a third, Uh you said Davy and Martha? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Davy Edward Belleville was born first, followed by Martha, Janice, Lori, Ethan, Rupert, Glenda, Carson, Daisy, Danny, <laughs> Belleville. Yep. Um, there's some trivia here, uh, just on Suki, because I uh, I know you like her. So 
Um, in the early seasons of the show, she wears like a specific hairstyle. Mm-hmm. What is it? Pigtails. Okay, that's correct. Uh, there's just like Lorelai has a running joke with needing a pen. Mm-hmm. There's a running joke with her and her husband, Jackson, uh, that includes what? Um, oh, his fruit and vegetables. That's right. Yeah, They're his, never good enough. That's right. That's produce. Yep. Yeah. Because he's their produce supplier. That's how they meet. It's pretty crazy because you've gotten every single question right. It's a sickness, I tell you. I well, Yeah, I know. It's pretty... Do you usually on this Lay It On Me episodes, does everyone get everything right? No. This is the first first ever. <laughs> really? Anyone's, yeah, everyone's, no one's ever gotten all of them right. I don't and think actually, they know what expert means. I've asked you 25, and I think you've... All the extra ones we asked, I think you've gotten probably like 35. <laughs> uh, okay, so I have three more questions okay. left. I don't even know if these are hard or not. What is the name of Lorelai and Rory's new neighbor who asks them to water his lawn? Dwight. Uh, Dwight is correct. Uh, on Rory's first day of school, Lorelai realizes her clothes are at the dry cleaner, so she ends up wearing what? She wears cut-off jean shorts, boots, and like a tie-dye pink top. That's correct. And I just have one more question for you. I was trying to pick from three or four questions uh, because I think they're all really hard. But uh, I'm just going to kind of give you them. If you get them right right away, then I'll go to the next ones that I have. But they're they're, they're pretty hard, so... The Independence Inn mm-hmm. has a night manager who's only in two episodes in the entire series. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that night manager's name? Tobin. Tobin's correct. That's uh, He's played by uh, Bruce McCullough, uh, McCulloch from Kids in the Hall. All right, so I'll just go to my next one down here that it seems harder. True or false, Jackson has a brother. True. He is in one episode. I know his name is Bo Belleville. That's the character's name. Yeah, yeah, and he's played by that famous actor from Parks and Rec, Nick Offerman. That's correct, Nick Offerman, uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, and the last question I have, uh, which I don't know if you'll be able to get this one, but um, my friend Justin uh, recently had a uh, blacklist live reading of his screenplay uh, entitled Saving Charlie Chaplin, and uh, really proud of him for it because he got to work with uh, John Hamm. And John Hamm is one of the many, many stars that cameo on Gilmore Girls. He was only on one episode of Gilmore Girls. And uh, what character did he play? He played Peyton Sanders. That is correct. And who is Peyton Sanders? Uh, Lorelai meets him at an auction that her mom invites her to. And he she like goes out of her way to get his information from her mom and gets all embarrassed. And she goes on this date, and it's horrible. And then the mom expects them to like hit it off and is like, well, I talked to Peyton's mom and this and this and this. And Lorelai's like, yeah, I'm not into it. And so her parents get all pissed at her. That's correct. So uh, basically out of almost 40 questions, it was a long episode. You didn't get any wrong, which is unheard of and unprecedented for triviality. (laughs) You are the ultimate expert of uh, Gilmore Girls knowledge. I feel like if you were in the scene with Tom Cruise in Collateral, uh, I don't even think he would even talk to you. He would just leave right away because you know everything. I was hoping that I would stump you. And this is a very long episode, but uh, hopefully people will enjoy it, especially if you like Gilmore Girls. There's a lot of theme trivia nights all around uh, for Gilmore Girls. So make sure you listen to this one before you go, because these are a lot of very hard questions. Anything you want to say before we head out? No, I don't think so. I'm a little impressed and a little uh, disturbed by my sick amount of knowledge about this. For everyone at home, Colleen's job is is a very stressful um, um, sort of the emotional output that she has to give out uh, to her students. So basically, every night we we watch this and um, 
How I Met Your Mother uh, to decompress. So we'll have to have you back on in the future for a How I Met Your Mother episode and a Ugly Betty episode. And if anyone's listening out there and uh, you would like to submit questions for a uh, How I Met Your Mother or Ugly Betty laid on me, uh, send them to trivialitypodcast at gmail.com and put uh, either Ugly Betty or How I Met Your Mother in the uh, subject line. So we'll do those for Colleen. And uh, if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can go to uh, Twitter and follow us at Triviality Pod and also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Triviality Pod. Uh, yeah, on behalf of Colleen, who is the first contestant ever, uh, maybe uh, till the end of time, I'm not sure, that <laughs> got zero questions wrong. Uh, my name is Neil, and that was Triviality. Tomorrow. Here we go. Three coffees. Oh, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I only ordered one. You said coffee, coffee, coffee. Uh, no, see, I said coffee, coffee, coffee. Right. As in, I really need coffee, coffee, coffee. You know? No. Coffee, coffee, coffee is a saying, like an exaggeration. It's a funny, desperate cry for caffeine. It's just my thing, because everybody knows I drink a lot of coffee, so the day can't start until I've had my jolt. It's a bit. My bit. It's not a particularly funny bit unless you know me, then. You know what? Three coffees would be great. What do I owe you? As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.